everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Flair. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 132. We are at podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. Besides the entire studio coming down around me because I forgot to hit certain buttons to activate certain things, I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Maury Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. I'm, I'm sitting here, um, I, 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 I'm sitting here l- looking at the, um, Looking at the meter, I'm like, okay, start recording, start recording, okay, and I'm like, okay, the music is going, why are you not recording, and I realize the vocal track isn't armed, and I'm like, son of a bitch, so now I gotta go in and edit in the intro one way or another, because I'm like, if I restart this, I am going to probably find a, a nuclear warhead aiming to my house. Okay. Derp. And what? And whoever's eating, share with the rest of the class. It's popcorn. Jiffy Pop? No. Um, is it kettle? Yep. Bitch, you better share. You should have taken a bag home with you. I didn't even know you had any. Um, I bought it when we went to Walmart. Oh right! Oh. I'm thinking like you went out and bought like a like a fully popped bag of popcorn. I'm like, you went and got kettle corn from from the shore and you didn't share. No, I will kill I got you with I will, from the shore. I'm like, I will beat you with your own body part. Yeah, you'd have to come back down here and do that. There's some things worth spending money on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, aunt said Mark, you didn't break me. It's going to take a little bit more than that. Let's see if Not we can much. find that limit tonight, huh? Y- yeah. J- just remember um, the, 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 my infamous music collection. If you try to break me, trust me, I can easily break you back. And if the music doesn't do it, trust me, I have I got links to various videos and images, okay? I'd like to see you try. Well, if you want me to cash in a favor, have Pika Belchu drive up to your house, stark naked in her BW buggers, just like Pikachu, try me. Yeah, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go vomit my internal organs out. <laughs> uh, put another notch on the belt. <laughs> uh, we are live tonight, week of September 24th, 2013. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. If you have a chat client such as uh, Merc, XChat, or Chatzilla, you can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vog, and you can head on over to our website, animejamsession.com, and click on Vog Network, and there is a chat right there, a link right there for you to click on so any of your um, chat clients will bring you right into the chat. Come on in, join the fun. The water is fine and the dip is pretty good because it has bacon in it. Mmm, bacon. Yes. Mm, and, che- and check-ins are activated. Um, Should have been on maybe about three, like two minutes ago, three minutes ago, but eh. 
I, I used to turn the check-ins on at the beginning of the pre-show, but I have to wait till the podcast goes live and yada yada, which is understandable, but I keep forgetting to do that. I'm going to have to rewrite those instructions and actually maybe duct tape it to the wall next to the monitor. Whatever you have to do, man. And if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Ragenator says, this will break Ranma. Infamous Barney I Love You song sung in Japanese. Dude, I had younger cousins I had to babysit while watching that. I am immune to it. He's developed an immunity. Fuck. Mm. Well, it's not like it's the T-cell virus or some shit like that, you know. <sighs> so, what is this? What is this in my inbox? Oh, nothing. I can take care of that. That's not a big deal. Alright, so, anywho, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Well, I got paid today, plus I have off That's of work, good. so that was the direct deposit happening. Mm-hmm. And I got Grand Theft Auto Five. Mm-hmm. How is it? It's pretty good so far. I'm only about an hour or two into it, but uh, it's pretty intense. It's pretty deep and pretty intense. I heard. I uh, looked at the uh, one of the things you can, it actually tracks your 100% completion in one screen, mm-hmm. and there's like half a dozen bars, like progress bars, and like only <coughs> have like a little bit of coloring in them. I'm thinking, oh god, I'm gonna be here for a long, long time. Oh, it's like that, huh? Yep. Wow. Well... And honestly, this is the first GTA game I've ever owned myself because I never had any PlayStation systems and I didn't buy Chinatown Wars and uh, this is, like, I didn't pick up any of the uh, other games for the 360. Mm-hmm. So I just figured, not a hell with it, I'll just get this one. That's good. I, I actually thought about picking up um, GTA 4 because it's like 20 bucks now. It comes with, with um, both DLC chapters. And I'm like... There's there's two discs to it. One of them you have to install yeah. on, your, on your Xbox's hard drive. Mm-hmm. And it's like 7 or 8 gigs. Yeah. But the, fun, but the thing is, I, have, I was planning on getting it for the PS3 because I have maybe about 30 three, Xbox 360 games, give or take. I have about... Five, I have about five or six PlayStation 3 titles. My PlayStation 3 is collection is a little lonely, and playing PS2 games on it does not count. But, um, funny thing is that I have the, the, the original 20 gig. I, haven't, I don't have the money right now to buy, like, a 500 gig to slap in there, so if I was to get this game, it would I'll have to delete shit and have it install, and then when I want to play something else, delete the install and do it all over again. Because when I was playing through Battlefield 3, that's exactly what happened. And you don't want to go through that all again, do you? No, because by the time that shit actually happens, I'm going to be like, you know what, fuck this, I'm going to go play something else. But, uh, yeah, that's that's about it for me this week. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that beep, the, um... The Skype machine um, selling me to update antivirus, so tell it go I away. In about didn't four hear hours. any beep, but oh, okay. okay, I'll take your word for it. All right, but um, I do believe um, OLR and Vogue. I think there is a, 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 a I think there's a club for GTA Five. I think it's the Vogue Network that Loki started. I'll have to check the forums. I, I'm actually checking the forums now, but I'm not seeing anything because Rob told Loki to post it on the forums, but. You didn't exactly get on that, huh? Uh, no. 
But, um, if it comes down to it, um, I would say check the OLR fan pa Facebook page. If not, I'll pester our Loki for the link so, so I can give it to you. Because there's like, I think it's like 10, 11 people up in there hanging out. So, yeah. Good to know. Definitely, indeed. And I'm sorry I did not play your background theme. Like I said, it's been a long day. No, I'm not worried about All that. Alright, good. So, Still wanted to hear it last week, though, yeah. but... I have to remember to do it, but, um... Mako, how was your week and how was your day? Um, <clears throat> let's see. I worked, I cleaned, and then I had to put up with your ass. Hey! <laughs> oh, God, that's right. Yeah, so, um, I had Ronma and DJ AJ and, what is he going by? Linwood? Ah, Phoenix for right now. AG yeah. Phoenix, whatever, you know. So, I had them out this weekend for a, a semi-traditional uh, yearly meetup where we all go to Seaside Heights for Q by the Sea, which is their big barbecue festival. And then we got bored, so we went to Point Pleasant for their seafood festival. Oh, that not, that was a that was a tasty lobster. Tasty, tasty, tasty. I'll take your word for that. Yeah, so I mean that that was it. We basically um I forced everybody to watch Equestria Girls. At the very least you let them drink. Yes, they, they they were drinking quite a bit. Well, I ain't gonna lie, though. I, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. It was a little campy. But, come on, really? We're sitting here arguing the semantics and the logic of Equestria Girls even though it was not meant for us. This is a, this is a mo animated feature film for young Girls, not bronies. Not people who want to think about this sort of thing. Or, well, think. And I'm sorry, I will stick by, it's Pinkie Pie being Pinkie Pie. That's all there is to it. But She's the pony equivalent of Deadpool. That's then, just it. She yeah. breaks the fourth wall, so she knows things that she shouldn't know. But, yeah, like, but but there is a... Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But the thing, though, when you break the fourth wall, you're supposed to say something to the audience, not say it as part of your normal conversation to the other person, which is why I understand people uh, were That disputing. is actually incorrect. Oh? You don't necessarily have to talk to the audience. You just have to talk about information that the audience knows. It's an ah. inside joke with the audience. Ah. So I guess um, that argument stems from Deadpool. Thank you, Deadpool. Yeah, I remember you guys had me on Skype on video mm -hmm. chat, and you paused the, the movie for like 20 minutes to argue about that shit. Yeah, well, there was, a, there was a lot of alcohol to be drank that night. Yeah, and um, people not getting that it was a children's movie. It's not like you're about to go into a conniption fit. No, 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 no. I, cer certain, certain people take pony stuff way too seriously. I, ha I have more than my fair share of those people on my Facebook, which is why I just sit there and I'm just amused by it. Way too seriously. Yeah, that, we'll save that for another time. 
way too seriously. Anyway. I think you, bro you broke Mako that weekend. I break her every weekend. Nah. There was no breaking, just uh, seriously just sitting there and seeing how into ponies and how forgetful that some people are that it's actually geared toward children. But anyway. Yeah, but that was, that was a good valid point. Doing the next season along the lines of Animaniacs, kids get it, the adults understand. That's what I want them to do. Mm. I want them to do ponies like they did Animaniacs. Mm. Where it's a, it's for children, but when adults watch it, they're going to go, holy crap, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> Fingerprints? <laughs> oh, God, that scene. <laughs> that is still my all-time favorite line. <laughs> all-time favorite line. Uh, Fingerprints? Well, okay. No, <laughs> dust for prints. I don't think so. Keep <laughs> them out of porthole. Mm. We're horrible people. We, yeah, we we are. We're, we're, we're horrible, terrible people. We're all gonna go to hell. Get in the back of the bus. It's gonna be a decent ride. And yeah, as long as it's not your music playing. That's half the fun right there. Nope. If we're going to hell, it's my music. Because my ass is driving everybody. My car you eventually people and has more trunk space. Your playlist will have to end sometime. Yeah, you do have more music than I do, but mine yeah. gets a little bit weird, so... A little bit weird? Just a little bit weird. Bah. Hmm. So... See, let me switch the tracks here. There we go. So as for me, you know, I'm back job hunting, more or less. Um, had to go out, had a couple interviews today. One is for a quote-unquote job, as I said. I, I, You know how in retail there's like a hierarchy to get to the good full-time positions and so forth? Mm-hmm. In IT, more or less, there is a hierarchy. It starts off where if you don't get a full-time position doing tech support somewhere, you end up doing a part-time gig re-imaging servers and bringing new computers in. At first, you think, oh, that's a great job. Come in, you know, imaging project that lasts two or three weeks, 40 hours a week. No. You go in around the time that they close, and you stick around for about four to five hours until you're done and you go home. And it's on the weekends because you don't want to mess with anything during the week. Which is understandable, but still. So, that's something that starts... It's a gig I got starting next week, so next weekend. So, at least I'll have extra money while I for AAC. And I can still collect, you know. Mm -hmm. When is another anime convention? When? Yeah. It's in uh, three weeks. It's the 18th to the 20th. I'll have to double check what days I'm off. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I got fucking jury duty coming up too. Fuck. What the fuck? Dude, that was why you couldn't go last year. <laughs> yeah, but this is grand juror, not pettit juror. No, but still, I'm just saying. It you, was can, you can um, write them a letter and say, look, I just had jury duty a year ago at this time. Here's my proof. 
because one of the women at work just got out of grand jury duty because she just did regular jury duty. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it is in Georgia. I know in New York, if you get called with it, you once you serve, doesn't matter if you're on it or not, you're good to go for the next uh, seven years or eight years. And if you get called in before that, you just send them proof that you already served, they'll leave you alone. I don't have that proof anymore. Surely they would have it before before I would. If they did, they probably wouldn't be calling you. Yeah, but they would. They'd, they've made that mistake before. Yeah, but still. Uh, you know, so tomorrow I have another interview. It's with an agency, so let's see where that goes. So I'll I'll do what I can till you know, till I get things back together. And I also determined I need a new, uh, I need a new card reader. Oops. No, because what was happening was I'm plugging in my phone to charge it. It's charging, but I'm not seeing the, the phone populate. So I'm thinking, okay, it's the port because it's doing the same thing when I'm at school. So <clears throat> I was copying La Reconquista to a flash drive because for some reason, I guess it's the encoding or whatever, it'll play the first minute and stop and skip to the next video. Mm. So I have to watch it on my laptop while hooked up to... um to the big screen. I pop in the flash drive to copy it, and I'm like... And I notice the drive's not populating, nothing... I'm like... And I notice the light's not on. I'm like, son of a bitch. And I think the card reader is, like, out of warranty. I'll, I'll, I will, I'll contact him and see what happens, but, um... Eh. It's not that big of a deal, because, I mean, like... Worst case scenario, if I really need something on a flash drive, I'll put it in Dropbox, go to my laptop, pull it from Dropbox, and put it on a flash drive. Which I find is a lot better than having to finagle behind my computer for an empty USB spot. (laughs) Aren't there, like, USB uh, power strips available? Yeah, but those are designed for charging. I actually have to get one of those. Yeah, those are just designed like, to charge your devices, not to, like, copy files and shit like that, so, you know. Actually work like a normal USB slot? What do you mean? Like, you would plug it... Like, it would be like a power strip for... Oh, you mean a hub. Plug. Oh, a hub. Yeah, oh. I, I could put one behind the computer, but I would have to run an extension cord, an extension cable from behind it to the front so I can plug stuff in and out. And I don't... I think I only have one of those. I don't even know where the hell that one is. Oh, wow. And then a I, big pain in the ass no matter how you look at it. Well, yeah, with all the stuff that's hooked up behind my computer, I can't wait to finally do the upgrades. And I know Mako can't wait either. Yeah, mm. the fan's loud. I, I, the fan is very, very loud. Which is... That's probably with the fan in the back. I'll probably have to replace <coughs> that anyway. I mean, if anything, pop it open, hit it with a can of compressed air, and just see what happens. It was loud when you did it, uh, when you put it together. Shit, well. You said it was loud, so, because yeah. it's old. Yeah. And then one of the fans inside the machine had to come out, too, so I figured I'll order everything and just keep going, so it is what it is. Um, and we're hearing in the chat room from Defective Canyon that V dropped, um... Everything is fine on our end. Um, we're still streaming. 
Wait, no. It says connecting. Okay. For some reason, it's still going on my end. Everything is <coughs> fine. So I don't know what's going on. And this the server is down. Reconnecting, connecting. I have zero... I have zero torrents running, so I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, let's see. Hold on, people. Yeah, I'm seeing a server is currently <coughs> down message on the, uh, Vogue Network radio thing. Okay, it might be the server because it can't connect. Um, I'm going to, um, text Bobby and be like, yo, server's down. Yep, Ramavogue broke fog. <laughs> God damn it, people! Put my notify. So, all right. Live podcasting, everybody. Actually, it's we're more like taped podcasting right now. Yeah, because uh, these people, they can't hear shit. It's the people that are going to listen in on Friday or Thursday, actually. Mm. Thursday's people will hear this. <clears throat> but right now, we can make fun of all the people in the chat room, and none of them will know, because they probably won't listen again on Thursday. Ooh, the fact that Kenny's saying I can hear us now, too. Well... Well, according to Blackwolf, he's saying the server is up. Server's down. Looks up to me. I just imagine him, like, in a big weird experience All right. techno difficulty splash page, and he's just, like, looking and, at the camera. Wait, wait, and guess, and guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Yeah? Server's back up! Woohoo! Yay! Yeah, it was, it was down, because I'm, I'm looking at Shoutcast, and it was saying connect, 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 and now it's connected. <clears throat> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Black Wolf. It's up now, but the server was down for about, I'd say, what, th two minutes? Three minutes? Something like that. Yeah, two, three minutes, so. As long as Audition is still is running in the background recording, we're good. We're good. Or else you'll hear me epically rage at the moon. So anyway, don't, don't forget we are on VOG Network, uh, VOGNetwork.com, uh, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Pre-show usually starts between 9.15, 9.20, right after Electric Sisterhood. Check-ins are open, so come on by, check in, earn um, VOG points, have some little fun with it. And if you definitely go to VOGNetwork.com, click on the forums. We have our own forums there, so swing by and post. We'll be posting uh, our our um podcast topic so tell us what you think uh let's see um you have question issues mailbag at, i think it's mailbag at anime jam session.com or mailbox either or just go to click on contact us on the site and, and that's it so now that we got that out the way uh let's start our first break and just drop it just get and get and get the ball rolling all right 
damn it. Oh, there we go. Playlist tried to act restarted on me, but I fixed it. So, we will be back.
independent podcasts please check out some of our independent podcasting friends it's orange lounge radio where they discuss video games gamer culture and lifestyle with sky dark sakura and loki listen live sundays at 9 p.m eastern time on vognetwork.com and right before them is the bobby blackwolf show it's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m 
If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sitting there listening to um, Mario do our independent podcast, and I've realized that it's going to take me a while to get to VXJs and XV doing the, the voiceovers for OLR, because I was so used to um, Rob doing it. You know, and I'm like, it's going to take me a while to get used to it. It sounds like his voice is just too light for the music, you know? It sounds like he needs a little bit more bass in his voice. But then again, on the same token, I'm like, I'm not really liking our intros and outros, so I got to get on that and get that taken care of soon. <sighs> so, okay, there we go. All right, so, anywho. All right, why am I not hearing you guys? Oh, because we're just waiting for you to stop talking. Oh, because normally I you say something like, like, like soon after. I was like, wait. Don't. You sound like you had something important to say. Uh, I didn't want to yeah, you were going on and on and on. I figured I'd let you. Yeah. And no. then you ruined it. So. No, because I was going to start screaming at Skype and start cursing the Skype gods again. Well, you can curse the Skype gods anytime. Well, yeah. Um, in the chat room right now at live.vognetwork.com, we're talking about upgrading PlayStation 3 hard drives. And I'm like, I still have the stock 20 gig. And I'm like, I only thing I have I would keep on is just... DLC, downloaded games, and install files. So, all I would really need is a cheap 320 gig drive, and I would be good. Because I don't, I don't download digital videos and stuff like that. I stream all my videos to um to my PS3. So, anywho, uh, I know we have a lot on a lot on the table here. So, um, let's get started. Now, we're gonna talk about something real quick. Um, it it does. I don't say it really affects our podcast, but it's a part of our uh, our childhood. So let me uh, get this song up and going. It's the right one. Look, tell me this. This sounds familiar to you guys, right? You'd have to be d- yep. dead not to. Well, there are probably a few of those. Um, for the reason why we're playing the background theme to Super Mario Brothers is for this reason. If you haven't heard by now, um, Hiroshi Yamuchi, better known as the the house that Nintendo built, one of the four, like he was, I believe he was like the third president of Nintendo, who brought us to NES, the Game Boy, the Super NES, N64, died over the weekend at the age of 85. And I know over on OLR they're talking about some of the great games and stuff like that. So, let's just do a quick run through here. Um, favorite NES games growing up? Um, uh, Mako, what were yours? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I liked a lot of them. Alright, then. I, I, I liked the Turtle games. Which one? I liked, uh, I, I liked Hogan's Alley. Okay. <laughs> I, I liked I liked my shooting games. 
understandable. Well, all right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't like the Mario games because I could never finish them. <laughs> I remember it took me six those, months. Uh, ca- those are uh, castles with the uh, mazes. They're uh, they're pretty difficult for you, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I have gamer ADD, so I got really, really bored. I still have that today. So do <laughs> I. <laughs> I just get to a certain point. I'm like, you know what? I'm bored, and you know. Uh, by that point, there's no real, like, save or anything like that, so it was just off and restarting the next time I felt like playing. And uh, and the server disconnected again, so... Oh, fuck me. Okay, now it's back up. It seems like uh, Minako is still playing around in there. <laughs> yeah, Rama, did you see the new picture I posted on the uh, fan page? No, I did not. If, now, now, if you head over to our fan page, um, I posted a picture that Mako-chan posted on her Facebook. Um, it's a, it's um, Artemis's expression about um, about the server going down. So that's exactly how my face was, and I'm like, the fuck? Come on. Yeah, well, I found out the reason why, and it's because uh, somebody let me not go in. A computer network is a network of computers. Yeah. Straight, You're welcome. <laughs> straight from the anime. You suck. You're welcome. Uh, She's a bona fide genius, she is. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. And, yeah, everything is back up and running now. Everything is fine. I don't know what's going on, but as long as we're still... Yeah. Alright, um, Ari, what were your favorite NES games growing up? <coughs> uh, I liked, um, Zelda 2, the, uh, the Adventure Link. Thank you! Love... Hmm? Thank you. I, I feel like I'm, like, one of the few people in this world that actually loved Zelda 2, the Adventure Link. It's... It's like the bastard stepchild of the series. You know, I think uh, Wind Waker is, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, that was when the uh, series really hadn't clicked yet, so they were mm-hmm. still fleshing things out. I'm also like things like uh, Mega Man 2. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Um, DuckTales. And uh, like, like, like Monica said, I like the whole bunch of games. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, even I had trouble with the uh, just the maze castles every now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I understand. One thing about Zelda 2 that was a pain in the ass, you start at the beginning every single time. You had to go, you had to travel all the way through that and find your shortcuts to get to the final, to get to the final area before you could finish the game. I'm like, eh. the only exception to it was if you if you died in the great in the great temple, you started there. It'll just you know, just stick you with the beginning of it again. Yeah, that's good. Let's see, for but me, the one up inside, I wouldn't respawn. Um, favorite games, you know, definitely uh, Super Mario Brothers three. I oh yeah, I love that game. I enjoyed the hell out of Mega Man three, Mega Man two. Um, wow, uh, Blaster Master, only because the first stage music was so fucking awesome. I had that one too, yeah. but I could never get further than a, like one or two stages in it. I had no fucking idea what to do. I think the further I got into stage three before I had to game genie my way through the game. Um, Fester's Quest was also a fun game. 
and as if we go to the um if we go to the chat room here at live.vognetwork.com um hockey comment says for him it was RC Pro Am. Yeah, I did enjoy RC Pro Am. Uh, Defective Candy goes, I used to play F1 racing on my Game Boy for hours. Only racing game I'm good at to this day. Ray Jr. said it had over 113 games in his collection. Yeah, I had about 40 of them till they all got stolen, and I'm like... Ugh. Stolen? Yeah. There are downsides uh, living in the projects, I mean, you know, but... <laughs> but there were these games I had to get my hands on I had growing up called the Quattro Games. It was four full games in one. It was put up by Comerica, which, is, which became... which was Codemasters. I think Codemasters made it, but Comerica published the games. It was... Quattro Sports, Quattro Adventures, and there was another one. And I used to play the hell out of those. And then there was one game called Micro Machines. I used to get all the way up to like to the sixth stage. It was like three tracks per stage. And it was just like Mario Kart. You know, if you were if you came in last, boom, you were gone. And then you had to start it all over again. I might actually go looking for that game and play it tonight. That game was kind of fun. Uh, I'm Ray- sure there's a the ROM website you can find it easily enough. Oh yeah, Raging says the two games I had I didn't care for were Anticipation and Gyromite. I played. The, I had Anticipation. I played the fuck out of that game. I beat that game on every single level because when it got to the hard and difficulty ones, they were the same. It was the same puzzles, and you just had to know the pattern of how the um how the pencil was going to f- to, to fix it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just hit the dots. Yes. Uh, Anson Mark. I had all four Dragon Warrior games for NES. I had. I Dra- there were only three. No, there were four. There were four that came out. I must have not heard yeah. about that. I, I had two for NES, and then for Game Boy, they released one and two together, and I have that sitting around in storage. And I, yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I probably will have to get my hands on a Game Boy or something like that so I can play those. Because I was about to say the DS has played the Game Boy games, but I realized, no, the DS has played the Advance games, not the original. Oh, well. The uh, GBA can play the yeah. the SP, at least. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I gonna... remember the game Star Tropics. Yeah, Star Tropics was a great game. I fucking played the hell out of that one. Yeah, and back in the day, just renting games back and forth. Uh, fun times were fun. All right, enough of reminiscing and um, marking our age right here. Um, like we haven't done that enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am going to give a quick run-through of Episode 6 of Heroes of Cosplay. Jinyo proposed. She said yes. I give him props on how he did it. He didn't ask her to marry him. He just acts to be like his co-pilot throughout life. If you can be that creative, there you go. Then there was uh, drama between the, the all-female Doctor Who group and Team LA. And if you check around on, on Tumblr and if you've been on our fan page, you'll see that that was all perpetrated. And to this day, there's probably still some people who said that was not staged when in fact it was. There are three accounts saying that all that was staged and sci-fi ruined the con, which is understandable. You also found out that that convention didn't do skits. They added skits the very last minute and sent everybody in a tizzy because only two groups have pre-recorded audio. But it is what it is. 
I found it funny that even though they said Planet Comic Con is the premier con, people on my Twitter feed were like, I have never heard of this convention. Um, and you understand, if you notice, when during the skip practices, and everyone being a little catty and angry, it happens because you're trying to get your shit together. And that's pretty much the gist of it. And now everybody's tuned in to watch Fangasm. And I'm like, you know what? No. I'm going to put Fangasm on the same shelf as Scott Pilgrim vs. The World when I first saw it. It's like, maybe because I think I'm a higher level of nerd. I don't know people like this. I don't hang out with people like this. And if I do, they sure as fuck don't act like that. They have a little more discretion than these people. They know how to behave in public, in other words. Yeah. Like, I've seen how, like, some, like, real super geeks, like, act, and it makes me uncomfortable just watching them. Yeah. Uh, let's quick back to uh, live to the chat room, livevodnetwork.com. Uh, Defective Candy says, Micro Machines for NES is selling for $35 on JJ Games. I could probably hit up Video Games New York and probably get it for about that price or less. Um, which I would love to do. Onsen Mark goes, um, Heroes of Cosplay, Episode 6. It's over, and there was much rejoicing. Uh, Rageinator goes, I only had Castlevania for the NES, Super Castlevania 4, and one other Castlevania game for the PS1. Um, Dungeon Buster goes, I loved NES Castlevania games, even Simon's Quest. I played 1 and 3, but I never played 2. Two, you have to understand that a lot of people think the the uh, townspeople are what they're saying is a uh, mistranslated. Mm-hmm. According to the story, they're pissed at Simon because the lands he turning the ship because of what he did in the, the original Castlevania, mm-hmm. and they're deliberately fucking with him. A lot of the, yeah, in other words, a lot of the townspeople are lying to Simon. I ain't surprised by that. But I do know there is a ROM hack where you can play as different characters in Simon's Quest Online, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Alright. And I do believe, um, probably, it's going to be next week's episode, but the episode after, um, Koi will join us, and we're going to pretty much give a complete synopsis of all six episodes and kind of break down the difference between the show and really what happens at masquerade competitions. And uh, legitimate cosplay? I would say that's legitimate cosplay, but what actually happens with the um, masquerades and so forth. All right. I don't think any one of us has ever put the the quality or reputation of our quote-unquote brands ahead of our own shit, you know? Well, whether or not people think it... What she did hurt her brand. Some people say it, it worked. It did good for her brand. But but you know what? It, it, it doesn't really matter because her brand got recognized. And people are going to go out there and find out what's going on. Yep. But right. the simple thing is, you wouldn't hear me refer to myself as a brand. And I'm pretty sure you two wouldn't do the same. Depends on how much money I get caught, I get offered. Wait, wait, what? Nothing. <laughs> Alright, let's get on to the articles at hand here. Um, the first one is um, self a Crunchyroll. Um, by a guest author, I guess the person 
Oh, yeah, it's a guest author, because somebody else originally po- wrote it on Anime Viking. Something I should set up, but, you know. Anime is not getting worse. We only lack perspective. A common complaint these days is how anime is declining, that true quality is a dying breed. Moe is taking over the industry. Fan service is everywhere. Whatever happened to the good old series, they were actually mature and oozed masterpiece. To strengthen their arguments, people bring up classics such as Cowboy Bebop or Ava, while pointing out K-On! and other four girl series are the harbingers of death. Anime of today sucks. Although, let's be honest here, anime is not becoming worse, nor is Moe killing the industry. Those who claim that are utterly silly and probably ignorant. I would say they lack perspective or how our viewing habits have evolved, which is something I have to agree with. Let me give you some food for thought. Would people worship older anime if they had the f- if they had if they had followed the in the time currently airing anime seasons? Most likely they would not. Why is this you wonder? Well, think about it. The older anime people actually care about almost always the same bunch. Um, they are the series which have survived time. Forgotten are every bad anime, every hilariously cool and brutal, super violent, or sexy time series. You know, those series which appeal to the blinding otaku living on Moe. If you want to see anime that no one cares about today, because it's most likely, but not guaranteed since popularity does not equal quality, mediocrity, go check out this uh, scamp's review of retro season previews. What is remembered today is what made an impact on people anime that stood out. And what? And this brings me to the point uh, that we lack perspective. How is anime watched today? By the current seasons. How much do we watch? A lot. By watching a lot, there are bound to be a run of few to mill series. The reason for this is since they are currently airing and therefore have not been judged over time. We don't know if a new series is a masterpiece or not, so we watch them all in hope of one ju- of one being just that. What the result is in people pestering about how anime is dying. If that was the case, what would one have to say about a series such as Madoka, Steins Gate? Mawaru Penguin Drum, Bakumonogari. All of these have been crowned as great series, if not masterpieces in some case. There are some examples of what might be remembered in the future. Will we care about AKB 0048, Shining Hearts, or Kononaka ni Hitori Motogaru? Of course not. Because in 10 years from now, people will still complain that anime is dying, and look back today with fond memories of how good anime once were. And you want to know something? I am guilty of that. I said when I was rewatching Slayers, they don't make it like they used to. And a friend of mine linked me to the opening to Slayers Revolution. I was like, well, that was a few years ago. It doesn't count. Have you ever heard of Sturgeon's Law? Yes. But you should refresh the, fa- the, the fans out there. Basically, a science fiction writer by the name of Theodore Sturgeon. Mm-hmm. There's a story about him, about this quote-unquote law they made. He was at a science fiction convention, and he and a fan had complained about ninety percent of science fiction being crap. Mm-hmm. And he, without even missing a beat, retorted, "Ninety percent of everything is crap." Well, it's true. And don't forget, at memory retention of various anime titles. Like, not for nothing, I think for a while people are going to remember Madoka because. That shit was fucking dark. And as some, as was said in an article, I think, last week, week before last, um, Madoka is to Magical Girls as to what Evangelion is to Mecha anime. Which I, which does make a bit of a valid point. And I mean, like, everyone's going nuts over Attack on Titan right now, but you think we're going to remember this a few years from now? Like, this generation, ten years from now, is going to pick up that series, pop it in, and watch it. Wow, they don't make it like this anymore. Also, back then, I'm saying it was like like the old, 
back in the day. T- series ran for like 26 to 52 episodes and even longer. You had like a brick of episodes. Nowadays, um, anime titles run anywhere between 13 and 25 episodes. Or longer, depending how popular they become. How much merchandise they get. Yeah, there hasn't been a uh, real long-run episode uh, season in a while. I think the closest we could probably get to is like uh, Detective Conan or even Pokemon. But then again... Well, yeah, but those have... Like, those have been going on since before, like, for a while now. Yeah, but I'm... I'm, I'm talking about something in the last couple of years that's still going. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I see what you're saying. But I was trying to make more of a point of where you have the episodes, but then it stops. Maybe after about six or seven weeks, they premiere the new series and so on and so forth. But, you know. Yeah, and I don't see how Moe and Emo is ruining the industry. It's like, it's going over what's popular. If a style or if a style or trend is popular, they're going to capitalize on it. Until something else comes along. Or until it runs its course. Pretty much. I, I kind of think the whole Moe Emo stuff's more or less run its course. And if it hasn't, it's just been toned down a lot, whereas like, you have mo- a better variety of titles that are out there that, that you will remember for a while. And since we were talking about uh, you know, about anime getting worse in perspective, Maka, I'd like for you to take this next to title. Um... We're going with the carpet one. No, the one. No, the um, the one about the, uh, the feminist group. Did you get that one or do I? Did... Oh yeah, that's like way down here. Sorry. Yeah, I'm giving it to you because you are our resident common sense feminist of the of the staff. All and, right. That and um, you also have the personality of no fucks given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, feminist group says, Japan must ban adult games. A U.S.-based international feminist human rights group, Equality Now, is demanding the Japanese government ban adult games and manga and anime by extension, which promote violence against women and violate the human rights of women. They demand Japan institute, institute a ban on material promoting rape and lolicon sex. Japanese companies are making massive profits from an industry based on violence towards women and girls, and lolicon child pornography is becoming a huge market. Why doesn't the Japanese government step in to ban the dis- uh, distribution of products promoting rape? The group's outrage stems from finding out about the recent Amazon rape lay fiasco, where UK politicians and mass media, with nothing better to do, found out about the game being sold in the UK and US. The game itself, a 3D... Chikan's simulator released in 2006 features a fantasy scenario in which the player can sexually enslave a mother and her daughter, impregnating them and forcing them to have abortions if desired. A free demo is available. The game did not attract much attention in Japan, being fairly uh, stayed, but several distributors exported the game in its original Japanese domestic version, and it became available in such uh, places as the UK and the USA. Amazon quickly ceased distribution of the title in all its regional operations, including Japan. Amazon Co. Uh, 
Amazon Japan continues to stock other rape simulators. Not content with seeing the West rid of this insidious plague, the group now wishes to force its views on what should be punishable into Japan. The group cites the dubious research produced by Japan's tellingly named anti-pornography and prostitution research group to support its slanderous claims that Japan is a nation where women live in abject subjugation under the power of male perverts. Yeah, basically... um, a group of U.S. women are pissed off at Japanese people for basically liking slave porn. Because I'm not reading the rest of that. It's the same bullshit over and over and over again. I, I understand. It sounds like these people are complaining about games that they only kind of sort of heard about. Like some, In other words, it doesn't sound like they really did the research on it. And they think that all of, all of the games in Japan are exactly like this. First of all, they don't even sound like feminists. They sound like neo-Nazi feminists. For the most part. Mm. But... J- <laughs> like, I, I just... I, I can't... understand why people think that they have the right to go to other countries and demand that other countries change their ways. You know, it's and 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 not only are they doing that, but there's a lot of that kind of porn here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of the live action variety. Yeah, but a lot of that stuff kind of goes under the radar, so they don't see it. But it's like if it's something that's coming in from another country, that gets a more precedent because more people pay attention to that. Yeah. Well, it's like the article this... said. It wasn't even a good game to begin with. <clears throat> Yeah, well, leave my hentai alone. That's all I have to say. And in the chat room, uh, Gamer Girl X said it best. Ha 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 ha. I think it's pretty evenly distributed. It's violence in anime, manga, media to everyone. Including neo-Nazi feminist groups. Well, yeah, there's a reason why I don't stay on Tumblr. Yeah, well, leave my porn alone, people. I, you know, they're going to leave your porn alone. Because no, nobody is going to listen to unless the only time you're going to hear this about this again, if so, if something like this happens in the news, and they and the person in, involved links it back to this, then you're going to have your shitstorm. And again, I'm going to state it: leave my porn alone. You know. She's got a point. Yeah, I know. You know. You, you know. It's. It, it kind of reminds me of a conversation I was having with somebody else. If things are bothering you, you can't stop that person because it affects you that much. You have to learn to adapt with it. And if you can't adapt, then there's going to be problems. People are going to play all types of games, whether it's cute, fun, murderous, adulterous, whatever. Like GTA 5. People are already complaining about that. If it's not affecting you, why are you saying anything? You know? No one's forcing them to play it. Exactly. If you don't want someone in your household to play these games, tell them not to bring it in your house. And if you're the one that bought it, take it back. Yeah, if you don't like what it's portraying, one, don't play it. 
Two, don't let your kids play it. There you go. That's it. That reminds me, when I was at the uh, GameStop to buy my copy of uh, GTA Five, I'd even ask the guy, hey, did, he, did you get any angry mothers come back here and take back the game like three days, like a day or two after buying it? And like, he, he said, because he had heard about that happening, I'm like, yeah, because they, they failed a spot check on the back of the fucking box. They couldn't see the big rated M for mature label. Look. And it's the fifth one in the series. Mm-hmm. It's not like this doesn't happen every single time the new game comes out. It's not even with GTA. It's with any of those M-rated games, you know? I mean, yeah, they're supposed to spot check, but a lot of times they're going to let it go through because a sale is a sale. Well, when the parents are buying it mm-hmm. and they obviously look over 18, most most of them aren't going to ask for ID. Exactly. Exactly. So if a 40 to 50-year-old woman is buying a game like that for her, say, 10-year-old because Johnny really wants it, that's your own damn fault. Don't blame the people that are making the games. Blame yourself for not actually paying attention to what your kid is doing. Yeah, like my younger cousin, I was living with, no, I was living with my god, with my god sister, my god, my my god nephew. He was playing GTA three all the time. He knew better. He know, like yeah, he knew what was going to happen if he actually tried to do any of that stuff. And when he was playing, it, he saw how outlandish it is. He kind of figured out this is not real, you know. Well, so, anywho. They need to leave my porn alone. I think they're going to leave your porn alone. Good, because they're trying to ban. Comes... They're trying to ban the porn that I like. Damn it! <laughs> worse comes to worse. You you can make them leave your porn alone. Well, I can't make anybody do anything because they think my computer froze. Say what? Yep. Well, it probably it's going to need a little bit of time for it to unfreeze because you're still here on Skype. You didn't get booted from the chat, so. Nah, I think it was just Facebook. Facebook is stupid. Mm. Yeah, I think it froze my uh, Firefox. Yeah, I thought I gave you a 64-bit Firefox to deal with that shit. But then again, I have. Yeah. Yeah, worse. You might have to switch to Chrome just just for uh, Facebook. Um, defective candy goes. When I used to work for insert big box retail store here, I would try and let the parents know, hey, this is a rated M game, and usually it would get, just get blown off. Yeah, which is true. And then cause... the day after, they would bring it back and say, why did, like, why is my son playing this game? This game is so violent. It's horrible. And then you sold it to me. And then the person would be like, hmm? excuse me, I have to go find the nearest table to fucking flip over. What? Parents have done that. Especially when I used to work in a big box retail store. Do you know what the managers told them? We what? can't take it back. It's already opened. Wow. Like, you could always sell it back to ShameStop, but... Yeah. Two bucks. <laughs> You're so generous. <laughs> Two bucks. Oh, you mean you just bought it yesterday and it's brand new? Two bucks. You see this big, you see this photo of this big wall of old video games from like countless systems, and the caption of it reads, "I could get twenty bucks for all this at GameStop." Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember that. Did you did, did did your browser unfreeze yet? 
Uh, I think so. Okay. No. No? Okay. Just keep going. All right, I'll take the next article then. Um, I've, I've seen some legal, legal action in my time, whether it's gaming, anime, cosplay. This is something quite interesting. Carpet designer threatens cosplayers with legal action. Now, do you remember the carpet cosplay that was floating around during Dragon Con and for a good week and a half afterwards? I thought it was some sort of stealth thing. Yeah, the, uh... yeah, it was stealth. They they cosplayed as the carpet, but it was all fatigued. Their guns were the pattern of of the carpet as well. I mean, at that point, I was like, you know what? Game over, people. Game over. I- I'm out of here. Uh, cosplay game over. Um, I- I'm going. I'm going to hit the reset button and start and rebuild my ca- and and reroll my character and I'll try this shit again. But um, what happened was there was a couple of in- cosplayers who dressed up as the carpet pattern at the at the Atlanta Ho- Marriott Hotel for Dragon Con. But the carpet designer found out about it and threatened legal action. So in, in the world of cosplay, people don't generally expect to get into trouble for dressing up for well-known characters like Superman or Spock, or even the legal teams at DC Comics apparently could probably crush them like a bug. Unfortunately, the designs of the Marriott pattern carpets didn't get the memo about turning a blind eye to cosplay tributes. Apparently, their carpet costumes were so popular that one of the original cosplayers offered a version of the Marriott carpet pattern for a presumably vast number of people who also wanted to dress up as carpet-themed camo gear. Seeing this, Carpet Designers Curtis and Incorporated sent Cosplay Supplies Vulpin Props a C&D. So they are pretty much pulling the, uh, the, the, um, this out. Uh, and as they said, of all the things to get a C&D for, all the replicas I've made over the years, I received one from Curtis and Incorporated, designers of the Marriott Marquis Atlanta Hotel Carpet. Spoonflowers pulled the design as is their right, so sorry for everyone who wanted some fabric of their own. This absurdity is palpable. As one commenter pointed out, if they were smart, they would contact you to do promotions for them. After all, what other carpet manufacturer has its own fandom? I don't know what to say about this because it's just too goddamn absurd. But it's sort of. But as well, number one, you lost me if, at the whole "I'm cosplaying a pattern of carpet" thing. Okay, here's but a, here's the a, fact that someone would see this and flip their shit over it. That's even worse. See, Ari, here's the thing about Dragon Con: you cosplay as anything you want. Okay, and Mako is restarting her machine. I no, she just. She or, or Firefox Rash, but um, here's the thing: at Dragon Con, you can cosplay as anything you want. There was a woman that showed up in a dress that was Sharknado. It was a blue dress with tsunami waves with little sharks on it. But that's stupidly fun cosplay. Yeah, but you just you cosplaying as the movie. An insanely stupid presence, but. Look, I've seen I've seen people cosplay as the as the actual wee nunchuck, you know, out of cardboard box. Okay. Oh yeah, I've seen that happen before, but that's at least somewhat you know gaming and yeah. related. But like I said, Dragon Con, it's anything you want, more or less. I mean, I could probably, if I wanted to, I could probably go on eBay and grab a um. A, a Starbucks smock and go to Dragon Con with, with a hipster adjunct and say I'm cosplaying someone that works at Starbucks. Or you could say, yeah, my cosplay is really a 
really obscure. You would you would have never heard of him. But um, <coughs> as as the story goes on, it, all right, and um, the the thing is now with cosplay, you do a you do a cosplay, you just let it go. The problem happens when you start making that money off of it. So pretty much the, it, the issue was, and thank you for the chat for, let, for updating me about this because it wasn't in the original article. The CND happened because the prop makers were selling the pattern without their permission. Yeah, that's a somewhat legitimate reason yeah, for it. Yeah, I mean, if it was me, I would have made the p- fabric and be like, I have this amount to give away. Done. Whoever wants it can have it, you know. Yeah, at that point, I would have done it in trades. There you go. But I give them... I have to say, that's the most original cosplay I've ever heard of. Maybe next year I'll show up as a Metro card. (laughs) Yeah, no. Uh. It was original, but it was also pretty awesome. You showing up as a Metro card, you'd just be a douche. (laughs) How... Wait, wait. How was it just coming... Dressed up as a Metro card being a... Being a douche. Because I said so. Fuck you. Hey, can I sell you a swipe? <laughs> no, actually, I think if I showed up as a Metro car, uh, Missy would try to put me in her pocket so she can use it when she came to back when she came to visit New York City again. <coughs> Anywho, moving right along, fit fancy free. Um, now that you are you back up and running now, Mako? I'm restarting Firefox now. Okay. It didn't want to fully close down, so. Gotcha. Alright. So, let's, um, let's see, hold on here. You know, let's see. I know you probably want to take the next article, so I'm going to jump to another one. What, what next article? Uh, Yamato. No, you can take that one. Okay. Okay. And Ari can take the one after that, and I can take the one after that. Of course. I don't have the original theme. This is a cover um, by uh, Maria Kawamura from, I think it's from Anime Anime Tunes or something like that. It's a remake of the cover of the Space Battleship Yamato opening. Um, let's see, pretty much. The new uh, Space Battleship Yamato is hitting North American theaters in October. And I know Travis is probably excited about that. Because it's old school, just like him. <laughs> on, on October 19th, uh, we will finally see it in theaters here. It's the live-action film adaptation of the classic sci-fi series *Space Battleship Yamato*. And I th- and I think I think um, *Star Wars* was like loosely based off of that, some shit like that. I don't remember. I may be wrong if I'm wrong. Uh, *Space Battleship Yamato* actually came over in the states as *Star Blazers*, and I think a few people remember that. But that's before my time. Yeah. I've seen the VHS tapes, and I've known people who have actually gone on eBay and bought copies of it that was recorded off a of TV. Wow. But Grainy he- audio and a 
warbly audio and bro, grainy video and wobbly audio. Audio. That's what I meant to yeah. say. Bro, I can tell you this right now. You can go to New York Comic Con and you will find people selling bootleg uh, TV shows. Oh, I, I wholeheartedly believe that. And you can, and for five, and if you go to the booth next door for five bucks, you can buy a DVD full of ROMs and emulators. <laughs> yeah. I saw, like a, a couple years back, they had these little kiosks in the mall that sold these little toys that had like. All sorts of old ROMs on them. Mm-hmm. They they got shut down within about a month or so after they popped up. Well, I've seen those not those kiosks anymore, but I've seen like places around 14th Street where you can actually buy them. They look like they look like consoles and shit like that. But um, it's cool that the, the Yamato is coming to the states. It's coming in a limited theater engagement. But there's a catch. What's the catch? Um, it's only being shown in three theaters on the West Coast. L.A., Honolulu, and San Francisco. But in November 11th, it's going to be shown at all the Cineplex theaters in Canada. Fuck Canada. As I said, Canada is America's hat. <laughs> and it's not coming over to the East Coast at all? Nope. Fuck. It- I don't see a theatrical release here, but in due time, we might just see, like, a DVD release here. Hopefully. Yeah. (sighs) So. Enough about that, so. Knowing Travis, he might make a trip out there. Where does Travis live again? He lives in Killeen, Texas, near Fort Hood. He would make the trip to California for it. Probably. Definitely. By plane or by car? That, that's the that's the next plane. question I have. Yeah, figures. Alright. Now, with all these EVs running around, I think this next one's right up your, right up your title, your alley. Alright. And, and I hope you like the music. That's... Yeah, nice call. TV Tokyo is streaming the latest preview of the upcoming fifth Pokemon anime series, Pokemon Monsters XY, introducing Ash again and its new friends. Team Pikachu will travel to Lumio City at the center of the Kalos region. For all those who don't know, Kalos is loosely based on uh, Western Europe. His new companions will be Serena, Citron, and Eureka, spelled Y-U-R-I-K-A. It starts on October 7th in Japan and also appeared on Cartoon Network alongside the most recent Pokemon film Genesect and The Legend Awakened on the 19th. <clears throat> in Pokemon XY your adventure takes place in the Kalos region home to beautiful skies and forests it will be available for the 3DS and is scheduled to be released worldwide this October 12th. So are you psyched about um, about, about upcoming Pokemons? Uh, from what I from what I heard, the uh, his new friends are supposedly a gym leader and a and a gym leader is like little kid, a little little uh, sibling. So yeah, thinking, it's the I'm it's thinking, a male gym leader and his little kid sister. I'm thinking it's kind of like Hoenn, but the genders are reversed. Yep. 
Fair enough. Uh, if we go to the chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com. Uh, Defective Candy says, I do not support bootlegs, but I happen to own the complete Sailor Moon. Ripped from Laserdisc onto VHS, and I'm currently converting them to DVD, just to perpetuate the cycle. I ain't stopping you. I don't know. I mean, I used to have a roommate that would do that with his Doctor Who uh, VHS tapes. He copied them off of, um, off of PBS. He would sit there with two VCRs and a little TV, and he would just adjust the quality he could and make master copies. And I asked Defective Candy, are you going Laserdisc to DVD? She's like, I wish I owned a Laserdiscs. I don't know. I would sooner just go pull the fan subs, and once I could get them commercially available, delete the fan subs and buy the buy the um buy the actual co- commercial releases. And that's what's going to happen. I do it. Hmm? I do it to say that I'm I'm just seeing the uh, trailer for the first time because I hadn't picked up on it. Yeah. The uh, the two uh, new companions they kind of remind me of those uh the Vocaloid uh, twins. Yeah, the, yeah, I know what you're talking Because they're black and white and have blonde, bright blonde hair. That's kind of what they remind me of. I think that's Len and Luca. I don't know. if I'm, And I hope I'm right, because if I'm wrong, Vocaloid fans are going to want to want to hang my head from a tree. Uh, there was probably a better metaphor than that. Yeah. But you don't know the Vocaloid fandom as, as well as I do. At the very least, the Megan Ash look a lot more badass than he has looked. Then again, it's probably with the, uh... He evolving. looks badass. He, he looks badass because he has teeth. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Probably the evolving art style and the, uh, the fact that he actually is officially older now. How, how, how do you know Ash, Ash is going through puberty? Because he has teeth. <sighs> so it's not his balls that dropped, it's his teeth? <laughs> well, well, he already had God, his balls. <laughs> well, if you think about it, he's had his balls already, so... <laughs> You're welcome for that thought. Like, congratulations. As your woman is now 17 as well, so... Go get her. <laughs> Alright. Moving on, moving on. Also, Mace tits are probably as big as her head by now, but that's not the point. Oh, great! Googly moogly! <laughs> Headshot. That, that was terrible. That was bad, so and you should feel bad. So, were we done thinking sexual thoughts about underage anime girls? I, I'm not the one! Hell. This coming from a woman who said, don't take my... Like, don't fuck with my porn. Hey, my porn is about violence and um, rape, not about fucking little girls. Does that mean I can borrow a Ruskadoji from you? <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, a, a new trailer for Lupin the Third versus Detective Conan uh, has hit. And it makes me really, really, really excited. Uh, The movie is due to release in Japan theaters on December 7th. And so they uh, extended the movie trailer. And watching the extended movie trailer, Kaito Kid is in it. 
And who is Kaito Kid? If you can break briefly, you know, tell everyone. Um. Well, throughout the series, um, basically, Detective Conan is. It, it has a lot of. Um, uh, like Sherlock kind of things, and Kaito Kid would be his Moriarty. Gotcha. Fair enough. But yeah, so that really, really excites me because um, Kaito is very much about like he's he's looking for a very specific jewel, and so he basically leaves clues and things like that for the police and whoever happens to uh, have the jewel that he's looking for uh, to give them a chance at kind of capturing him. But he's also a master of disguise, so I can't wait to see the Lupin-esque kind of twisting with Kaito Kid since Lupin is also good at disguises and things like that. Mm. But unlike the other um, crossover movie, this one is bringing in a lot more of the Detective Conan characters. So the detective kids will be in this, along with all of the uh, Lupin the Third characters. So I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. So how many episodes of Detective Conan have you watched? Uh, I stopped watching the episodes and started reading the manga. I'm up to, let's see, um, do, 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 where am I? For Detective Conan, I'm on 816 of 872 chapters. Alright, but I asked how many episodes of the anime did you watch? Uh, since not all of them were given subtitles, I've watched all of the ones that they dubbed, which is uh, parts of the first and second season, and up to... Oh god, I don't even know. I've so, watched a lot of them. So you watched maybe about 800 out of 800? <laughs> There aren't quite that many uh, anime episodes, but I've I've watched quite a few of them. Okay. Quite a few of them, and I've watched all of the movies. Okay. Moving on. Now the big thing is Attack on Titan, and there's been announced of a Shingeki no Kyojin, better known as Attack on Titan 3DS game. And if you ask me personally, I think Attack on Titan game will work out much better on the Wii or the uh, PlayStation 3 because of the Move controller, but whatevs. The yeah, Wii's with motion controls. Yeah, the Wii's that been put suck. out. Yeah, the Wii's been put out to the pasture, but it could go to the Wii U. But um, yeah, the graphics would be a lot better for it. That's for sure. Your trolling levels. Your your. I give you points for trolling. If you're a Shingeki no Kyojin or Attack on Titan fan, you probably know that a game based on the series is coming to the 3DS in Japan. While we just don't know a lot about it, some details have already surfaced on the internet. Apparently in the game, the 3D maneuvers will be put to good use as it tries to capture the essence of the speed in the anime and manga. I wonder how if that will make one feel dizzy. There will be some RPG elements as your character gains experience when defeating the Titans. Four players can play 
And you'll have Eden, Mikasa, and Armin. Armin Hammer. So, um, where's Levy? We still don't know. What we do know that when playing the game, your character getting killed will make a tight will make the Titan eat you. Kind of creepy, especially when the 3D is turned on and you are using an XL. You might even see the Titan's esophagus. So, what are the chances of this game getting localized? Barely. Unless the anime gets localized, there's no way the game can come. The chances of that not happening is high, but an ideal candidate for localization. First off, it's a single IP licensed by a single company in the U.S. Thus, there will be no licensing issues, which is often the case with some Japanese games. Second, it's really popular. I can see Cartoon Network airing it soon. Come on, guys, bring the game in English soon. Okay, there have been, there have been a lot of animes that have come over that's been very popular, but the game counterpart does not come over because... Just because a small niche of people think it's popular, it's not going to go over grand scale. I mean, like, case in point. Look at Project Cross Zone. That was one hell of a licensing snafu to get together for, for like, four different companies. Yeah, that's my favorite game. I, I, I could tell you now, it's probably not the most popular game on the 3DS at the moment. Doesn't help that almost everybody on my, fa- on my friends list is playing Animal Crossing, but that's besides the point. I'm playing both. Yeah, I think it'll be like a niche title. It's gonna be very popular amongst certain groups of people, but not the grand scale of it. I don't see the game coming over to the states, but one way or another, people are going to get their hands on it. Yeah. Even if that means they have to buy an import 3DS in order to play it. And Hockey Com asks, where's Sasha Browse for that matter? Sasha will probably be around there somewhere, probably lugging a sack of potatoes. <laughs> yeah, she's too busy eating. Yeah. Swallowing a potato whole, what else she could, could she do? Well, since you said that... <laughs> you, need to st- you, need to stay out of, you need to stay out of the fan fiction and, and the, and the um, doujins. <laughs> yeah. Ranma. Yes. So I just had to look it up. There are 711 episodes for Case Closed. Wow. Detective Conan. I've probably seen about half of them. And that's only because not all of them have been translated. Okay. Wow. Um. We're going to get into our little section on interesting stories from Japan. Uh, Just so you know, our Skype line is open. So if you have a question, you can pop us a line at um, Anime Jam Session. Talk about articles that we've discussed today or in the past or something you want to let us know. Let's get through this. Six porn dealers arrested after catalogs mistakenly sent to the police. Six pornography dealers in Osaka have been arrested for mailing their catalogs to the head of the, po- of the Osaka PD by mistake. The police arrested Toshihara Hidaka, 27, and five other men on suspicion of possession of obscene material with intent to sell in Osaka. GG Press and other news reports it. Suspects have been sending catalogs of illegal porn DVDs to random mail customers by mail at three sets were addressed to the police chief's house accidentally. Police then raided the office in Osaka and found 280,000 uncensored discs as well as 7,000 erectile dysfunction pills, they said, that the police suspected they were illegally possessed for the pills. The six men have admitted their allegations. 
my thing is, people still send out cat porn catalogs. I don't know what, how do you say what the fuck is this in Japanese, but I'm pretty sure that was the first thing out of that guy's mouth when he saw that on his in his mail. Uh. I, I'm just like, I mean, if you're going to do, I mean, I just can't wrap my mind around the fact that you you spent this money printing up a catalog of all the DVDs. Really, the illegal porn itself isn't bothering you. The fact that there's actually print media to promote it—that's what's—that's what you're hung up on. Yes, and most likely the, the materials, the, the, the catalog, probably found in the bathroom. So. <laughs> oh, here we go. The world watches American TV, not always legally. Yeah, that, that could be. That's probably for some people tonight who have to choose between NCIS and Agents of Shield, and choose carefully, people. Please continue. Uh, fun TV fact: Desperate Housewives is a cult hit in North Korea. You don't experience a sentence like that every day. <laughs> Slightly less surprising, shows like Breaking Bad and House are watched everywhere from Latin America to China to France. But the massive success of US TV programs aboard also highlights a clear, a clear problem. A huge portion of viewers are watching their products illegally. It's definitely a big problem, said Tim Westcott, senior TV analyst at international media consultancy IHS Screen Digest. People outside the US can download pirate copies of a new U.S. show only minutes after it's aired in the U.S. via various file sharing sites. I'm like, wow, welcome to the internet there, guy. Beth Braden of the National Association of Television Program Executives. It's like the Legion of Doom, these people. And a piracy is a big and it's as big an issue for the TV industry as it is for their film counterparts. Of course, American TV sales have been popular around the world. Baywatch, Starsky and Hutch, and Dallas were staples of television decades before the latest crop of hit shows. Now, House of Cards, Breaking Bad, and Game of Thrones are popular way beyond America's shores, and the growth potential is enormous. Global pay TV revenue last year jumped 30% to over $184 billion, according to a recent study cited by the Hollywood Report. For example, in France, long proud of its exception culturelle, that protects its own film, TV, and music producers. American TV shows now dominate TV schedules. The most popular include House, Doctor House in French, and CSI Les Experts, as they call it. The big hit, the biggest hit, The Mentalist, regularly gets over seven million viewers per episode on France's biggest private channel, TF1. In China, U.S. television shows are hugely popular, even though there is little opportunity for viewers to watch them on the giants, giant nation state-controlled TV stations. And it just keeps yeah. listing all different shows and how they're various, uh, different, uh, popular in other countries overseas. Yeah, and to refer back to the last um, article um, from Rageinator, wait, people still buy porn? Yes, yes, they do. All right, that one got me. <laughs> but um, let me tell you, you could go on to Ustream right now or Livestream.com and find somebody streaming American television. Why wait for the torrent? If you know which channel it has, you just jump on it and watch it. Hell, if you're, if you're a big soccer fan and you don't want to pay for cable, you can find soccer matches on there too. 
Hell, for, for wrestling and pay-per-views. You could just go go find a streaming site to do it. That's no different from I, overseas. I mean... A lot of the streams I catch are for, are based out of the UK somewhere. Yeah, um, Mario, he was check, he was catching up on Raw. He was following the stream, a, a UK stream, and he said... And he, and he made a comment about the commercials. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, he's like... On the upside, these British commercials are amusing and classy. Just saw a 007 cologne ad for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask this George Takei's cologne line. Oh, my. Set faces to stunning. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a real product or not, but I would totally fucking buy that. Uh, all right, I'm going to go ahead and grab the last one. I'm going to skip skip that one article because we're kind of cut for time again. <sighs> Vegeta's voice actor starts a new rock band. I immediately thought it was Christopher Sabat, but <laughs> that wasn't the case. No, it's Ryo Horikawa, the voice of Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z, Shun from Saint Seiya, Heiji Hattori from Detective Conan, and Captain Falcon from Super Smash Brothers. Because of the, because the remaster uh, DBZ, D- it's popular again. So are the voice actors and actresses, and the man has done several singing gigs over the years. It, he's this week as the article comes out, he announced an upcoming rock band project he and his friends are putting together at the end of September, and Vegeta's friends are nothing if not impressive. Horikawa has managed to amass a team of musical talent that includes big names such as Dai from Direngere, Masahiko Okamoto from Angie, Kei Kashi- Kashiyama of Moonchild, Tomohisa Kawazoe, former member of Lindbergh, Maki Otsuki, Miwaka Okuda, and more plans to unfold for uh, September 20th for the opening at Live House Birth Shinjuku. The concert has been described merely as the first series of anime-themed special lives. Reports that Horikawa intends to make these events a monthly occurrence. So it looks like we're going to have something along the lines of Jam Project. Fuck, I'd buy it. Well, I think... Well, I... Well, he... Well, I think I already know the name of his band. What's the name of the band? I didn't catch that part. Yeah, the name of his band is going to be called the Over 8000. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> some reason I got a picture I had a mental image of Vegeta headbang him as he like shreds on a guitar hey Vegeta what does the scout race say about the people in the audience it's over 8,000 okay. I'm gonna beat you to death with your own bad pun one of these days Yeah, so, um, is it horrible that, uh, when I saw that he was a voice from, uh, Detective Conan, I, I kind of want to see Hedgy go now, um, when they get up to over 900 episodes, they're <laughs> over 900. Oh, God. <laughs> what? 900! There's no yeah. way I can fight. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that uh, he he voiced as Hedgy. I'm like, okay. Look, uh, when I was riding the subway one time, all the subway cars are name have numbers on them, and I got up on the newer trains at my stop, and I noticed that it was like nine two three seven. I said, Scott Reed is saying that this car's number is over nine thousand. Can't win them all. Nope. Break? Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll be back.
So, I don't know if you saw, but there is, I just shared this picture on my Facebook. Um, 
It's is, is a is is a torn as envelope when they were, with with a little brief paragraph. It says, "You have missed curfew. Do not knock or ring the doorbell. You may sleep on the patio. I have been generous this time and provided a blanket." See, that kid got off easy. This seriously? If um, my mom would have kicked my ass. She would have as soon as I came in for curfew, door would not have been locked. Door would have been unlocked. As soon as I stepped in, the strike of that belt would have gotten to me. Done and done. You would have gotten in the door and woken up at 2 in the afternoon the next day. With all these sores and shit, like, the hell did I tell I do to deserve this shit, you know? <sighs> well, that, 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 that's, how, that's how Mama Dukes was, you know. These timeouts don't really work. Um, ch last call, chat room, Defective Candy says, Will I be seeing any familiar faces at Yomakon this year? Uh, no, I'm not going. There are two people there. One I know is definitely there. It might not be pretty if I happen to show up. So, not this year. <sighs> I think next week I'm going to have to go over the outline again and cut down more articles because we should not be running this long, even with the pre-show. Uh, should have been out here 15 minutes ago, but hmm. it, you know, shit happens. So if you like what you hear, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. Anime Jam Session is non for profit. We do this for free, for the love, and for the fact that we actually have free time. Because you best believe, if NCIS was at 9 p.m., this podcast would happen on a different day or earlier, or it would be pre-recorded. Definitely check out the site, uh, AnimeJamSession.com. All the articles goes up are listed. Our latest article is from Uni from Costume Blog with a Brain. She interviews Player 2. I like that name. And also on the site is a link to all of our po <coughs> because of our, of our podcast. If you can't... Uh, if you can't get to our podcast because... There's filters on your on your site or where you're working. You can always find our podcast freely available on other locations, such as Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, and Xbox Music. That's right. Play Call of Duty while you hear us rant about anime and cosplay. Good call. Then again, anything anything is better than the uh, racism, sexism, and homophobia here from all the 13 and 14 year olds infesting the. The, the uh, game, especially the one that wants his chocolate milk. But anywho, uh, if you give us a five star review on iTunes, let us know, or we'll check it out. We'll definitely read it on the air because you also have to give us a five star review, so we're going to definitely read it on the air. Definitely check out our YouTube page, YouTube.com/slash/AnimeJamSessionTV. I am currently working on the um, Castle Point videos. I hope to have them up by the end of the week. Definitely check out our YouTube page and our personal ones. You can find me at youtube.com slash DJRonmaS. Where on it you'll find my Heroes of Cosplay Champion Edition video that I threw together. I played around with my video editor and it made it something a little bit cooler. I hope you guys like it. Um, you can find Ari at youtube.com slash Ari22682. And Mako-chan is at youtube.com slash Luna. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. This is where you'll find links to our 
photos, videos, articles, anything with the site, what cons we're going to, and what's going on, and what's up. Um, if you want to follow us personally on you on Twitter, you can find me at DJ Ronma S. You can find Ari at the Ari Man, and you can find Mako Chan at Jovedea, G I O V E D E A. Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/AnimeJamSession. We are up to. 2,583 people. I'm just like, wow. Thanks, you guys. As long as you keep liking the page, liking the articles, the photos, the videos, everything that we do, we'll continue to add more content for you guys, because if it wasn't for y'all liking us, we probably wouldn't be doing this, you know. We're for the fans, by the fans. Also, um, if you want to find me on Facebook, I'm at facebook.com slash I am DJ Ron Mess. Due to personal reasons, I had to shut down my other Facebook. I just find it's a little bit easier to manage it as a like page, so definitely find me there. It's facebook.com slash I am DJ Ron Mess. Maybe one of my other Facebook pages find deleted, I can get the old handle and go back to that. Uh, if you want to follow uh, Mako-chan. She's at Facebook.com Makoto Mako-chan Kino. And don't forget, we are on the VOG Network, Tuesdays at 9.30pm live, and Encore Presentations Thursdays at 1. But remember, it's the VOG Network, V-O-G, Voice of Geeks. We're not the only geek-centric podcast that are on here. Um, you should check out Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Under Sedation Live. Definitely check those out if you're into books, movies, British programming, pop culture, science fiction. That's your crew right there. If you're into World of Warcraft, it's WoW Wednesdays with Girls Gone WoW at 12 noon Wednesdays, followed by Horde House Live 10 p.m. Wednesdays. Remember, this is all Eastern Standard Time, so if you tune in at 10 p.m. P- 10 p.m. Pacific, uh, see if it's on their podcast feed. <laughs> um, and don't forget to check out the uh, the cornerstone of the VOG Network programming, the Power Block, uh, as we call it. It's the Bobby Blackwolf Show, Sundays at 8, and Orange Lounge Radio, su- Sundays at 9. The cornerstone of the Vo- of VOG Network programming about video games. And don't forget to check out our neighbors, Electric Sisterhood, Tuesday nights at 8. They're on right before us. I think we should invite them on the show for a little camaraderie and chaos. What do you think, Marco? Uh, you want to end on time, right? Well, that means we'll have to cut down on the articles. You mean not fun. have articles? Well, you know, next week is going to be the uh the La Reconquista episode. You you know how long we're gonna run on that? Yeah, no articles for next week. Have them just in case. And no articles for the week after that. Oh lordy <laughs> lord. Okay. Ari, last words. I went to Nauticon's website and I discovered that the theme for next year is going to be Vikings and Valkyries. You do realize I have to show up as Flavor Flav, right? If you are a clock headed, I am going to dump you at the first rest stop. Come on, he wears a Viking helmet! Come on! No. <laughs> yeah, okay. boy! Okay, no. Mako will dump you off at the first rest stop. Not happening. <laughs> I will check your fucking bags before we even get into the car. Not happening. Boo! And I'll install an ejector seat before then. Yay! Thunk. <laughs> Alright, Mako-chan, last words. 
Uh, I can't decide what I want to do after the show. Well, I'm trying to just I'm trying to choose between video games and reading. Well, you know you're gonna read. So you're such a fucking book slut. Yeah, I know. I don't even know why I even try to play video games anymore. Mm. Me, I I'm probably gonna refill my beer stein, my Venus beer stein with more tea. I actually have to find a nice blonde ale to, pour, to actually christen this bad boy with. So, and I actually need to go out and refill my ink cartridges because I needed to print out my resume. I'm like, oh, I'll go to the library. Library closes in ten minutes. It'll take me seven minutes. It'll take me five minutes to walk there, but they shut the computers down fifteen minutes before they close. That sucks. Yeah. So I guess I'll, and I do have to. I guess I have a lot of stuff to do tomorrow. So I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. We'll be here next week, same VOD network time, same VOD network channel. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you on the flip side. We have bitches. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. I was expecting more like Babs Bunny. Nah. You suck. Nah. about the show. See you next time.